Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Were you even a Maze magazine reader if you didn't go straight to the cringe page? It was the horoscopes for me. Really? With the little, the symbols that they did. Very groovy. Very cute. Colour coded, if I uh, remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Water signs blue. (laughs) My whole life depended on the Miz magazine horoscopes. So can you remember anyone in particular, like when you were meeting your crush or any of that kind of crack? Oh, it was always just very positive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Never really played it in real life, but sure. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, finally, I'm not going to be frigid anymore. Oh, no, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Unpopular Opinion podcast. My name is Jen. And I'm Carla. And sorry for technical difficulties. Lockdown is literally, it has me on the brink. It has Jen on the brink. It has me on the brink. We're all feeling it, feeling the heat. We're all on the brink, but especially from a producing standpoint where if we talk over each other, our fucking audio just goes missing. Oh, so annoying. So apologies for last week's episode. I know it was a shit show, but what can you do? Very difficult when you are trying to have a normal conversation. Mm, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about embarrassing moments. Any that come to mind? I will not be speaking at this time. Oh. <laughs> so you won't be divulging. Oh, really good. That's great, isn't it? Um, I'd rather read out listener ones and laugh at them. See, I don't mind sharing. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. No, I, I just, do you know what it is? It's it's that you forget about it for years, don't you? And then you remember it. You, have you seen that TikTok trend where it's like this music and it's like you're just brushing your teeth and then your brain's like, do you remember the time that you... And then it's just a montage of the fucking cringe on your face and it's just like, oh, 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 I can't believe I did that. I I fully that's me now I it, it's just there's something about it isn't it where it haunts you forever and it just makes you feel like it's going to be you'll never get over it your whole body the the inside your insides squirm they just actually seize up um and we want to do this this week because look January's not been fab for anyone and I just think we all need a bit of a laugh especially at each other's expense mm-hmm. um one that stands out to me, and it's not even that cringy, but it's something that really just gets me. <laughs> I've got like three written down. Three. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, one time we were at the, we were in school, so I was around 14, let's just say, and we were at the bulletin board. Hmm. And uh, there was this girl that was in my year, and she was standing right beside me, and it was, they used to put up like the hockey teams every Thursday who was playing in the match on, on Saturday. So you'd always go over to the bulletin board to see like, they never fucking changed, but for some reason you just would. So this girl, Alva, anyway, I'm there like fully chatting to her and she's being really weird. And she's like, 
mm. and she's kind of looking at me as if like okay and I was like okay bitch <laughs> bit weird like so weird and I was like going like I was fully having a conversation with her like fully being like oh yeah did you see whatever oh yeah blah blah oh yeah Mary's playing left back yeah how'd you feel like <laughs> and it didn't drop until later on when I saw her again that I realized it wasn't her it was her sister <laughs> oh fuck that was at least three years ahead of me in school <laughs> and I'd say thought I was a fucking freak was it the Garrahees by any chance <laughs> no it actually funny enough it wasn't the fucking Garrahees shocker it actually wasn't <laughs> Um, although I did play hockey with Alva for a while, but it wasn't, it wasn't actually, it wasn't that one. It wasn't that Alva. Not the same Alva, two, two Alvas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Alva was actually the year ahead of me, um, during the year below and the Navy and three years ahead of me. So, uh, but absolutely, you know, one of those things I'll still never forget it to this day. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I I I don't feel that's, that's that cringy. But it's like, I didn't know her that well. And every time I walk by her house, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I look at as we go through these things, right? I will say just off the bat, nobody, as, as embarrassed as you feel about something that you may have done, nobody's thinking about what you did. It's only you torturing yourself. Because, like, I can't remember anybody else is kind of embarrassing story I think you'd need to be like a bitch that thrives off that sort of stuff to really hang on to their memories do you know what I mean to be like oh do you remember you did this and you remember you did that I think it, you're more so torture yourself like I don't think anybody else really remembers those moments that you fucking coil up at the top of as much as you do yourself no I do I remember a lot of my friends' cringy moments. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, right. But I seem to be in that kind of group of friends where we don't let anything die, do you know? So we just keep bringing them up and uh, time and time again. Um, oh, yeah, no, I have friendships like that, but I mean in, like, gen pop, you know, like, of school. If you did something embarrassing in school, I don't think, like, most people would remember. Yeah, like acquaintances and stuff like best mates there's you're always going to bring up your shit and be like I don't remember that you know that's a best mate thing but I think like say you fell off the chair in school or something like that that's happened to me plenty of times and I was scarlet at the time but now I couldn't give a fuck like but you know like if something really embarrassing happened to you I don't think the rest of the class really remember that sort of stuff I think they definitely do like I can think of at least five in my head right now that I'm like oh god you remember that happened to her really yeah, like one girl tried to jump out the window. Um, like it wasn't like a like a high window. It was like oh, maybe four foot. You know, like not not a high kind of window ledge kind of thing. And she got caught on the sill, and she was hanging by her shorts. Oh <laughs> and every time I even see her name pop up, I'm like, do you remember, do you remember when you were like eight? And yeah, you tried to yeah. jump out the window thinking that you were cool and you got caught by your shorts. Fucking hell. I don't remember anybody's embarrassing moments. Mm. Um I'll I'll go I'll do another of mine in particular. Okay. 
uh, one time, and this is kind of like a very obvious, like I'll, 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 there's two more. One's funny, one's not that funny. Uh, I fell up the stairs of a nightclub, but I ended up making a sound like Waluigi. He was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was that exact time that like the music, something like cut or dipped. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you could hear it was like da dum dum wah. Fuck's sake! Never let live it down. Never let live it down. Yeah, um, and then the other one, like to me, I still, and this is one of these things where I'm like, I don't know why I cringe so much, but I cringe so much about it. So when we were traveling, um, obviously we were traveling with like a good few couples that were like on on our tour as well, um. But like one time we came down to breakfast and they were all kind of real like sniggering at us. And I remember being like, okay, a bit weird. And they were like, Jesus, you were putting on some show last night. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, like we all heard you. And I was like, I didn't have sex last night. And they were like, yeah, right. You definitely did. Like we could hear the whole thing. And I was like, no, no, I like, that definitely wasn't me. But no one would believe me. Oh, fuck. Right. Okay. And for the rest, like for a good week, I was like, it was, and everyone was like, yeah, right, whatever. Like, and it was so, it was, it was just, I was so fuming, but also so fucking unbelievably mortified because clearly we were last down to, to breakfast. So there was a good 20 people discussing this. Before he was even showed up. Before he even showed up. And it was like, just the way that everyone, oh God, it was it, like, it's still to this day, I'm a little bit scared from it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, you've no control over that, like. But I was like, it wasn't fucking me. I was like, I'd tell you if it was me, it wasn't me. Oh, right, okay. Oh, and we never found out who that couple was. We never did. Um, so everyone just decided it was it was me. So that's great, isn't it? That was fucking fantastic. You, not not even Tom, just you. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know, like I mean, I think it was because in particular, like our lads ever really that loud, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um Yeah. Nice. Right, okay. Yeah. So. I can't, I'm trying to think. I didn't actually, like, compile any sort of lists. I think, like, me drunk, drunken antics are probably me worst. Do you know like Yeah. I'm thinking I'm a rapid dancer. And, like, I wet the bed until I was fucking nine or something. <laughs> like, that's, oh, yeah. I had plastic sheets, you know, when you roll over in the bed and it's like... <laughs> but that was... That was, um, I was in a car crash when I was younger and apparently, apparently like that's like it happened ever since then. That was your trigger. So it was a trigger kind of thing. Like, yeah. And I grew out of it then. And then I had this and I, but I've talked about this on the podcast before. I had this like, I, I, I don't think it's embarrassing. I think I was like fucking crippled with OCD and anxiety as a kid. Whereas I thought my family were going to leave me and I had to say certain things a certain, certain number of times it like me routine before bed and if not everybody was gonna die and like I grew out of all of that but like I suppose when I look back at that now and like my best friends would be like do you remember you used to go home and check the wardrobe to make sure your ma hadn't packed up <laughs> like you know that kind of thing but and like I'd be a bit like oh for fuck's sake because obviously I grew out of it and I was like why are you like this <laughs> do you know what I mean so looking yeah. back at that those things now I am a bit like oh god fucking scared of me why couldn't I just been a normal kid but like I I suppose like me the embarrassing moments would be just me drunken antics falling shit like that 
you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Um, here is uh, here's the top the top most embarrassing moments that apparently everybody has experienced. Okay. Um, and I think it might jog your memory. Secretly trying to take a picture of someone. <laughs> yes, that has happened to me a good few times. It's the it's the shorter sound. It's not. It's mm. the flash. Oh, fuck no. I know I'd be smart enough to turn the flash off. It's the shorter sound when you forget to turn it on silent. However, I do remember three lads. Um, they weren't Irish. I think they were like they were like tourists, but I was on the Lewis before. And this was when I was going through a particular bimbo stage. I don't, I don't like a, the makeup. It was ridiculous. But I was, uh, I was standing on a packed Lewis and I remember the three lads and they were speaking in their language or whatever. And then one of them held up a phone like to pretend that he was showing his mate something mm. and I could hear a shorter sound. And I was like, oh my fucking God, he's just taking a picture. <laughs> I didn't say that to him, but I was just like, oh my fucking God. So it's happened to me as well. I only ever said it to one person that I copped on that was taking a photo of me. I think she was she was actually taking a video. And I was like, yeah, all right. And she was like, yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it was in Blanche. It was in Blanche, and I was outside, and I was having a smoke. Okay, and I was like, "This is so fucking weird," because I did not know her. Was this like were you on Instagram or was it something? Yeah. You know, oh, no. But you hardly want to go up and be like, "Is it because you thought? Is it because I'm famous? <laughs> is that why you're taking a video of me having a cigarette? You want to put it on Perez Hilton? <laughs> you want to put it on Gal to Snap?" <laughs> look at her there she is having a cigarette who does she think she is <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <sighs> and I'd also never really smoke at the centre do you know what I mean I'm not a big smoke like as we know it's my new lockdown hobby but I'm not really a big smoker so like I remember just being like of course it's today <laughs> yeah 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 um, so yeah that was bad uh, waving at someone who doesn't see you oh yeah mm-hmm very bad, very bad. I think I've said this before, um, but I feel like this is on the same uh, level. When we were, young, you know, when everybody gets their cars, right? Mm. You know, and you you go cruising, you go driving. Mm. Um, in particular, <laughs> but I obviously had my mini, and it was obvious. Like you know, minis they're pretty. Like like I had a white roof and a white racing stripes, and you just knew. And I also had a Galway reg, and just you knew if you were in if if you knew of like my friends and stuff like that you just know who has what cars kind of thing being from a small village but um in particular my friends used to love beeping and then ducking especially with like lads in the year above or <laughs> sounds fun so you just see me cruising through the village beeping like a heavy beep and then ducking so it just looked like me <laughs> driving by <laughs> And it was always people that you never really like. It was always lads that were like a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing. Yeah. They knew enough of you, but you wouldn't say really hi. You'd go to a session with them and maybe say two words, but you wouldn't be like, hey, Barry, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Very bad. So hang on, beeping and ducking, would the passenger be doing this? Yeah. Oh, so your friend (laughs) in the passenger seat. (laughs) Driving the car. So they'd reach over, beep, and then duck. <laughs> oh, my mate Shauna's favourite thing to do to me, and she used to do it consistently. 
<laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh. It's, so, it's just the worst. <laughs> fucking worst. Shauna was alone in TikTok. Huh? Oh, yeah, no, an absolute bad bitch. <laughs> She's like, she should, I've said it time and time again, she should be on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Fucking lunatic, but um, great crack. Uh, great, well, great crack for her, not for me. Mm. <laughs> it was just the word there. What can you do? Park the car. Wasn't me. My friend's here. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> I don't fancy you. <laughs> but also, if you fancy me, I would date you. <laughs> I, I would not say no. Um, trying to get your teacher's attention in primary school by accidentally calling the mummy or daddy okay I never did that Uh, yeah no I have done that yeah oh (laughs) not mummy though or daddy like it was ma you know what I mean like you put your hand up and she wouldn't answer you'd be like ma (laughs) yeah you look great Um, it wasn't embarrassing it was just like ah fuck Oh, texting one of your friends about a certain person before sending it to that person by mistake. I've done that. <laughs> uh, I I think that happened to me back in the day when I was texting two lads at the same time. Oh, fucking And yikes. I texted the wrong one. Yeah, the wrong thing. I was like, oh, how am I going to save this? Even though, like, I wasn't exclusive with anybody. I was well within my rights to. But, you know, like, it was just kind of... It was one of those where my blood ran cold. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Your tummy just drops. Yeah. Yeah, no, it 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 turns. However, I don't think I was caught. I don't think he was smart enough to cop on. Oh, God. That's even worse. Yes. Oh, uh, trying to walk by someone, but you go the same way as they do. And that happens a few times before you get by each other. I, I don't. It's not that embarrassing. It's just a fucking melt. No, my tummy. I'm like, <gasps> what? Well, like, so you're doing the whole, like, no, uh, like the, uh, uh, the dance. Sorry, this isn't like, visual, but we can see each other on the, <laughs> the screen. Yeah. And we're like, mm, mm, left to right. Yeah. Or when you ask somebody for directions and then you both walk off in the same direction, I hate that. Oh, and you're like, yeah, or you see, you see somebody like, and you're just like, oh, Jesus, how are you? Like, you know, in, like the shopping center or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're in dawns and you haven't seen somebody in ages. Like, oh, yeah, how's your man? Is your dad working? All that sort of stuff. And then you walk off in the same direction. It's like, oh, that's more of an icky thing, though. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, that is actually, that's more of an ick. Yeah. Uh, oh, going to take a drink of something and missing your mouth and spilling it all over your shirt. Constant. Constant. But like in work or something. Do you know what? I oh, know I don't. I don't get embarrassed about stuff like that, though. I can laugh at myself. Do you know what I mean? I don't think. I don't. Yeah, I suppose. Like, I do know people who would get embarrassed at stuff like that, whereas I wouldn't. What I do get embarrassed about is, you know, if you're after inhaling a bit of drink, mm. you start choking, and then you start doing that. You're acting like a seal, and you can't breathe, and you're like. <gasps> Like <laughs> the cough and it's coming through your nose and snotting yourself in public that's embarrassing yeah that is and the, a bubble comes out or you know you sneeze and you, you really underestimate the sneeze that type of thing if you let fart go in public that's a like that's happened to me oh god Jen. <laughs> <laughs> it has and I'm only a small little thing but I'm loud fucking great <laughs> 
it's happened to me too many times. But sure, now I would get embarrassed about them because I'm just like, oh, fucking hell. That that's something that somebody would remember about you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, bursting out laughing at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wouldn't call that embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing. I think I can just make a laugh out of this shit. That shit, like. Yeah, I, I can't because you're right. just like it's so especially in like like in a in a bad situation and it's like it, it, in particular right especially on like a zoom call or something like a work call right and you're texting your mate about the call and then you accidentally just start prison out laughing and they're like <laughs> you're like sorry yeah 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 it's false yeah it's not yeah okay yeah um oh holding a handrail on the bus or the train and touching somebody else's hand in the process mm. stomach dying uh asking someone to repeat themselves before asking twice more and you still haven't heard what she said and you just reply with yeah yeah i fucking i hate that i hate that <laughs> that's just it's a pain in the bollocks actually i was watching um ireland am yesterday because that's what we have on in our house but alan hill was the presenter on it they have Catherine Layden, she's like a this baker and they had her on Skype and you know like Skype on the TV it just doesn't fucking work and they get cut off constantly and you can't hear what they say but the presenters have to make out as if they've heard what they they said so yeah, Catherine yeah. Layden was there and she's just like <laughs> for about 10 seconds right and then Alan just goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> after it I was just like oh my god you can see exactly what's after happening do you know what I mean oh god bless them god yeah. bless them I oh. hate that though you can't fucking hear and then especially these days with masks and like screens and shops and stuff like that and especially when you're in you're walking in a pharmacy somebody comes in they ask for something that they may be embarrassed about so they're talking really quietly and then you're like oh does it's just it's so fucking awkward and work lately. And you're like, go again? Go again? Yeah. And we're not allowed to, like, go out around, like, to them. Do you know what I mean? To have a little private conversation. Like, we're not allowed. So, oh, it's a pain in the bollocks. So good vibes all around then. Yeah, I feel like just slipping them a sheet of paper, just going right down. Right down. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right down, but also don't give me the virus. See, it's it's so hard to navigate. Uh, saying something to someone and your voice breaks weirdly like a 13 year old going through puberty <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I know it's me <laughs> yeah that's like you going up the stairs in the nightclub wah, <laughs> wah. <laughs> oh god um, going to pay for something with your laser card only to find out that there's no money in your account and it's been rejected that that can be a bit mortifying. Sorry, huh? Oh, sorry. Just... Is it not authorized or is it declined? There's a difference, son. Do you need me to put it in? Hold on, I'll tap. I'll tap. Maybe yeah. no. Okay, no, it's not working. Okay, no, that's no problem. Yeah, that's a bit mortifying. Um, waiting for a door to open automatically, and the door is an automatic. Mm. I can't tell you the amount of people I've seen walking into automatic doors. Mm. Or mm-hmm. or the automatic door is open and they're pressing the bell to get the door to open, but it's already open. So oh. they're just like this like in, invisible shield. 
It's just like, ah, come on in. Like you can hear us. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Um, I personally think like you know it's more awkward I suppose than it is embarrassing but like like any kind of stomach rumbling in a quiet room my stomach I like my stomach is fucked from the diet coke and that's all it does anytime I press record on something my stomach rumbles oh <laughs> probably because it's melted away at this stage but like oh it's a pain in the body I, that's the thing it's not embarrassing it's just awkward it's annoying is what it is. It's because I hate you. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't exactly treated it, you know. Fantastically over the years. Yes, that's it. I need to start drinking more water and less Diet Coke. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right, we're going to go to a few of your stories, which is what we're celebrating you guys. Uh, celebrating your embarrassment. Oh, just your moments, your memories. <laughs> Memory, at, this is your podcast. Look at it that way. Change the perspective, you know. Um, okay, embarrassing moment. Talking to a guy from a dating app, we were due to go on a date, so I, of course, had to look him up on Facebook. Went through loads of pictures from years before, and there was memes mixed in with his actual photos. When I was on the date, he asked me if I had a good look through his stuff. He informed me I had, unbeknownst to me, liked a fo- post from around five years ago. The punchline, it was a meme about giving a man a morning blowjob. Uh, mm. uh, of course it was that one. Of course it was. Pain the bollocks. Um, somebody here said, I remember back in secondary school, I needed to use the bathroom and the only one that was available to use that wasn't locked was the disabled. So, of course, I used it. But I... Uh, but as thick as I can be sometimes, sorry, uh, it was one of them days. For some reason, I couldn't figure out where the flusher on the toilet was. So naturally, I pulled a red cable thinking it was the flush. Of course, it was an emergency alarm and had teachers from the surrounding classes come to see what was going on. Lol, toilet still not flushed. Then one looks at me and just flushes the toilet for me. <laughs> oh, my God. And walks away. Uh it was like every other toilet in the world. So it was so embarrassing. I don't know why these things happened to me. I have way too many of these memories. Oh, so it was, like, it was no different to any other toilet. It was just probably a different shape. I know I've seen them on the, the higher toilets. They have like a paddle more so than a handle. Oh, it's like, a yeah, you have to give it a good L. Yeah. Hit, like, yeah. Mm. Um, that's a, that's a like... 
living your life on a Thursday and it just hits you kind of memory is it? <laughs> I could just imagine her standing there in the cubicle and she's just like oh, people are walking in hey, like out of nowhere what the fuck imagine half the school is in with you and you're like uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh the worst um, myself and the boyfriend had a very immature bust up years ago while I was staying with his family. I couldn't sleep and decided 3 a.m. would be the perfect time to make to make a point and drive myself home. They lived in the country, so it was pitch black, and I didn't realize his dad's car was blocking mine, and I reversed straight into it. Oh. It, was so, it was the most awkward breakfast of my life. Thankfully, my now dad-in-law is sound as a pound and always forgiven, but I still get flashback cringes at least once a month. <laughs> oh, that is a bad one. There's layers to that, though. Like, number one, explaining what you were doing, trying to leave. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, why were you leaving at, like, so late at night? We had a bit of a fight. <laughs> <laughs> a oh, bit of an argument. Yeah, um, I was very upset. Very upset. Oh, Jesus. Um, back when I was in college and it was Freshers Week, there was a big night out, so everyone was in the social room pre-drink. I say around 100 people were there. Oh, do you remember those days? Oh, don't know them. <laughs> Same room as 100 people. Um, I borrowed a pencil skirt from a friend who was slightly smaller than me, and it was one of those skirts that had the lent, lent way zip down the full back of the skirt, and it was uh-huh. a little tight. Anyways, I, yeah, anyways, got up to the bathroom and was thinking that the skirt must stretch because it was feeling, oh, this, the skirt must have stretched because it was feeling comfier. No, no. When I got to the bathroom, I realized the zip had opened all the way up the back. So everyone saw my white bum on show. And of course, I was wearing a thong, mortified. Had to decide whether to go home and hide in shame or go back in and laugh it off. Went back in, laughed about it, uh, but I was dying on the inside. People came up to me throughout the night to say how funny it was. That was about 10 years ago and I still cringe when I think about it. Leave the country. Uh, That is an embarrassing thing. Yeah. Emigrate. I mean, I'm all for showing off what you got, but when it's unintentional, that's a different story altogether. No, there's, there's, that is one of, that, that would haunt me forever. That would just, that would never leave me. So I feel for you. That I wouldn't say, leave me though. I'd say fair play to her for going back in and laughing it off. But it's people that she knows. So it's different if it happened in like a nightclub and you're walking out of the bathroom, you'd be like, bit scarlet, but these people don't know me. They don't really remember. But if it's people that you know. <laughs> Asha, she'd be grand. Life short. Yeah. And so was her skirt. <laughs> I was just about to say that, yeah. Um, I've been waiting for this one. Turn it up. That's the, the title of this. The title that. of this cringy story. Uh, like three or four years ago, I was out with my pals during summer. Everyone was home from college. We were high on life and alcohol. After heavy pre-drinking, we hopped on the local minibus and headed to the nearest town to the one and only nightclub in the county. Exciting stuff. I was steaming before leaving the house, but that didn't stop me filling up a little water bottle with 90% vodka and a little splash of my wadi for good measure. Drinking all the way over on the bus, you can imagine the state I was in once I got to the club. I was flailing around the dance floor like a mad joke to the ABBA Megamix and this guy that I'd been texting caught me as I was falling. How romantic. We spent all night shifting. He bought me more drink, trying to be sound. I decided I was going back to his house for the night and he was too nice to tell me to fuck off. He bought me pizza, I know, uh, and a milkshake and Supermax before he left. It's really important to note here that I am lactose intolerant oh. and I 
asked for the pizza and the milkshake. He obviously didn't know about my condition at this stage. Anyway, we went back to his house and the poor lad had to put me to bed and sleep on his couch. By the way, we were like 19 and he obviously lived with his parents. Oh, oh. I passed out and was woken the next morning by his whole family getting ready to go on holidays. Thank God he wasn't going because he had a match during the week, but the rest of the fam thought it was hilarious. He brought a girl home and kept coming in to have a look at me while I pretended to sleep. <laughs> His family left and he came down to drop me home. It was so awkward. He lay on the bed beside me and suddenly I fell very, very, very ill. Flashbacks ran through my mind of the pizza and the milkshake and I knew that this was going to end one of two ways, either coming out of my arse or my face. <laughs> Thankfully. Thankfully, the latter happened and I projectile vomited all over his bedroom, like everywhere. It was fully brown, like shit brown. Oh. And it went all over his bed, his curtains, the whole shebang. He just stood there staring at me and sheepishly handed me a super value bag that was lying around to puke into. He gave me a change of clothes and silently drove me home. First and only time I went back to a random boy's house. Three years later, we're in a relationship, lol, so it wasn't all bad. But his whole family and extended family and neighbours all know how we met and what happened. And his dad and uncles mention it at every single opportunity. It truly haunts me to this day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so many layers. I was going to say, that's some fucking story. That's so many layers. Yeah, just the, uh, it I mean, is a story. She's a very good storyteller because when she talked about the lactose intolerance and the pizza and the milkshake, I was like, "This, this is that's not the last of that. That's coming back later in the story. <laughs> that is a trilogy. That's a part three. <laughs> this is fucking dark and twilight uh, stuff. Uh, fair oh. play. They're, they're in a relationship. That's gas. That's good. Like gas to look back at. But like, imagine you're just never gonna. Like you're just never that's that's you labeled like not labeled obviously they're still together but like it would just be one of those things like cool so glad that we all have that memory together us us the fam yeah. <laughs> it's on the curtains and everything though it was mm. and it was shit brown oh. Oh. yes um I had work training via Microsoft Teams was in my bedroom and halfway through the training I went to the toilet in my ensuite thinking no one could hear it since no. I was a bit of a distance away turns oh. out everyone heard me peeing and then uh when i came back the trainer said i might want to turn off my mic in future I disappear like that's annoying i would not mention it if somebody came back like if i heard them i, I wouldn't be like uh you might want to turn off your mic in future like you know what i mean that's just that's rude. You're you're bringing attention to it. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I understand that. Do you remember the Zoom that was going around at the start of lockdown of the college class? <laughs> and there were obviously that there was a couple going at it, and they hadn't turned their mic on mute. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't see it. It was, you know, one of those things that you watch and you're like, I feel embarrassed, and I don't live in America. So. <laughs> Jesus, I've do you know what I've heard of, um, and I fucking done it myself on set. You're mic'd up, oh, and God. the ads have you in their ear, and if it's not muted, they can hear literally everything. Okay, so this is really embarrassing, right? Oh. Matthew Horn, aka Gavin and Stacey, Matthew Horn, wasn't that nice on set. Not that oh. he, he wasn't that nice, but he was very he was quite he was quite dismissive. Right. 
And he was like, do you know what it was? I was comparing him to Catherine Tate because she was so fucking nice, right? She was amazing. So Jer, you know, you know Jer, he was, he's been on the podcast before. He was talking about indigenous people. Um, he voiced me and he was like, oh, what's it like on set? Have you met Catherine? You know, like what's Matthew Horn like? All that sort of stuff. And I fucking forgot that I had the mic on. And I voiced Jer back. I didn't fucking text him. I voiced him back. <laughs> and I was like, ah, he's a little bit like dismissive. He's not like, I was like, he's kind of, he's a little bit diva-ish. I didn't have nice things. Not, I didn't have horrible things to say about him, but I wasn't exactly, like if he could hear it, it would not be flattering. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it was only when I sent it, I was like, oh, I still have this fucking mic on me. Now, as far as I'm aware, it was muted. Your mic wasn't on. But I was a, I was really paranoid for the rest of the day because now I know that the 80s and the, the whole thing didn't work out the way that they had planned it. My scene was cut. Like, I didn't even get to do my scene. Like, it was cut before I could even do it. But I was thinking all the way home. I was like, oh, my fucking God, was it cut because of what I said? And then I was like, no, they wouldn't do that in a movie. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they, if they needed that scene, they needed that scene. So I think it was just, it was the logistics of the day or whatever. But I was just like, oh, my fucking God, what if somebody heard me in their ear talking shit about Matthew Horn? That's bad. I was mortified. But I've heard so many people in theatre um, concerts, like on set, all that sort of stuff where they're mic'd up and they completely forget about it and they talk shit about somebody or they go into the toilet. Oh. Yeah, and they completely forget about it. So, there you go. That is rough. That is rough. Rough. Uh, so when I was a teenager, I was big into drama and being in school musicals. The girls' school and local boys' school always teamed up and put on a big production around Christmas time. I was never much of a singer. Dancing was my thing. And so I usually picked to be front and centre for the big musical numbers that required a lot of dancing. D- dancing? Dancing. I drink it. Dancing. Uh, I'm actually cringing as I type. This particular show, I was about 15 and the morning of the first performance, my mom gave me a new pair of dance shoes. I went off to the dress rehearsal, danced away, all was well. I noticed that the shoes were slightly slippier than my old ones, but it's to be expected with new shoes. It'd be grand, I thought. So the production had a full orchestra in front of the stage too. This is key info. Oh, fuck. So the show kicks off that night with a bang. Everyone was giving it welly. The adrenaline was pumping. At the end of the dance numbers, myself and the six other girls had to run to sit at the edge of the front of the stage and to do this clapping routine with our hands and knees across each other. But as I ran to the the edge of the stage, I was obviously legging it and sure didn't I slip and fall off the stage and land directly onto the first violinist. (laughs) oh wow (laughs) I was mortified literally just jumped back up and ran around backstage and the orchestra kept playing I obviously burst into tears but the rest of the show went ahead grand and the violinist continued playing for the rest of the show that night the next day he went to the hospital to get an x-ray because his wrist was sore and I found out that I had fractured his wrist (laughs) didn't help that I bloody fancied him too and he couldn't play for the rest of the performances that week honestly my stomach is doing somersaults relieving this memory (laughs) Oh, God. And it's such a public thing as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Being on stage. <laughs> that's something, giving it well. Yeah, it's the, that's something you'd see on You've Been Framed, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I was in hospital when I was in fourth year in college and the doctor was trying to make conversation and told me she studied in the same uni as me and asked what I was studying. I told her and then asked her what she did in college. <laughs> she pointed at her stethoscope and said, uh, medicine, wanted to roll off the bed and ate on the floor. <laughs> Why are we so thick? Uh, so, well, you see, it, that's and it's small talk. Small talk can get you into an awful lot of sticky situations because you're just like, how did I get from there to here? Why did I say that? It's it's just... I'm back again. Beacon, yeah, I, I get... That's probably where most of my nerves kick in is when I'm fucking speaking to somebody. Like, I was asked by a doctor, was I sexually active? And I told him, yeah, at the weekend. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking hell. Like. There is nothing more embarrassing than when the doctor asks you that question. You're like, why? Who are you telling? Why? <laughs> why do you need to know? Why? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> oh God! Um, or like I, I have been in the past. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a virgin. <laughs> uh, like, just, just so everybody's on the same page, it's a yes or no question. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. You don't need to know when. <laughs> um, I have two rather embarrassing bus stories. Ooh, treating us. Uh, I moved to Liverpool in 2013. Was working nights in a hotel. The team all decided to hit the pub at 8 a.m. after the shift. Grim, I know. Ended up getting absolutely locked, and the team put me on my bus home around 1 p.m. Apparently, I asked the bus driver, "Are you going where I'm going?" Next thing I know, I'm <laughs> you going where I'm going? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's funnier because this is a lad. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, next thing I know I wake up with a bus driver shouting at me I'd missed my stop and ended up at the airport and my phone had been stolen last time I got on the bus while drinking fast forward a few years and I was travelling into work sat beside a 50 year old woman on the bus she asked me can you smell my perfume I said no sorry she kept talking away and asking if I was from Northern Ireland I said yes and she looked at me intensely and said god I fucking love that accent you should work for those sex lines because I definitely call if you worked there oh god the bus was packed and I could feel the whole bus staring. I like to keep to myself on public transport, so I was absolutely mortified. I haven't had to get the bus in over 10 months with work from home and it's been amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, are you going where I'm going? <laughs> That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. Uh, anonymous, please. You got it. No problem. Most embarrassing moment, hands down, was when I was going on a J1 to America a few years ago. The day before I was leaving, I wanted to clear the storage on my phone of my photos, but I wanted to easily access them too. So I decided if I uploaded all my photos, screenshots, gas memes onto an album on Facebook, but set it to private, at least I can still have them at my disposal. While over 200 plus uploads later, my phone started hopping. Oh, see where this is going. As I was getting ready for my move, I ignored it. 45 minutes passed and uh, um, and all of my photos had been uploaded to Facebook publicly, including my progress bum pics from the squats yeah. I was doing and all the group chat screenshots of the girls, in brackets, which were not for public to view, talking about lads, work bosses, etc. Luckily, no one ever bought, uh, brought it up to me apart from the gals that were in them which we can all laugh about now and I deleted them straight away but my god I was never so happy to be leaving the country the next day love the pod bye <laughs> oh that is just big fucking yikes it's 
the same feeling. It's that feeling. It's the blood running cold feeling when you text the wrong thing to the wrong person or you send a photo that you shouldn't have sent or whatever the case may be. It's the same feeling. I, I could just, even when I was reading that, I was like, oh, I know that feeling. Just stomach bottoming out, like just the worst thing in the entire world. Bad. Um, actually have the fear even writing this. <laughs> good. Uh, you know, it's going to be good then. Basically, me and my ex were living in a semi-detached house. I grew up in a detached house. And one night we came home at like three in the morning, absolutely paralytic. I probably thought I was a porn star. And anyway, let's just say the next morning, the neighbor called in asking, could we keep the noise down as the walls are very thin and she could hear lots of screaming and the noise had woken her door at three o'clock in the daughter in at three o'clock in the morning. And that's how I met my, met my neighbor for the first time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it does not. There's nothing worse than the person who you're torn into having sex while drunk. Yeah. We don't oh. like her. No. God, no. We hate her. God. No, God, no. Actually, funny uh, funny memory unlocked there. Uh, not to do with me, thank God. Um, <laughs> I was uh, I was working at this show before. Um, with uh, There was a big team of us working anyway. And I hadn't met this girl before, but we were like having a laugh. Um, like quite a laugh. She was a real open person. It was quite funny. But she was telling me <laughs> the first night she brought home her girlfriend. Um, she was like, well, I just thought that I was in a porn. I thought I was in a porn film. I just was giving it the performance of my life. Um, you know, and also she had like the sleep app kind of thing. So, yeah. Oh, so, picks everything up. So her parents like wouldn't speak to her the next morning and she was like, what the fuck? So she went back on to listen to the recording. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and she was like, oh, now I know why they hate me. And she was like, and that's how I came out to my parents. <laughs> so they, they were obviously living in the same house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the person that you are when you're drunk, having sex, it's just not. We don't like her. We put her away, put her back into our box, you know. It's um, not worth talking about. No, it's really not. Because uh, you just think you're a porn star. That's the thing. Like it's it's a common trend with these messages. Uh, <laughs> and sorry, this mightn't be bad compared to other ones you've gotten. But was seeing this guy, and for a couple of months when we were in town, one day he was like, "Oh, we should meet my friend for a drink." So that's fine, and we go and meet his friend in a, in this pub, and it's not too busy. I'm dead nervous trying to make a good impression on his friend blah 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 point aside around the table in front of me probably a bit too close to the edge please bear in mind we were fully sober it was literally the f- uh, my first and only drink so anyway I was talking away and I tend to use my hands a bit when I talk so I hit mm-hmm. the 8% full point with my hand by accident mid-story and knocked it forwards fully spills everywhere like covers the table and it's dripping off the sides like drenched there was literally only the drags of a pint left in the glass the fella I was seeing at the time had to move seats because it was sitting across from me and it was dripping onto him I just know ah yeah um I tried to dry it up with napkins etc but then just so that I uh, can fully move on from it the barman then comes across with a kitchen roll. Five minutes later, he comes back with a mop to dry the floor around the table. The friend didn't really say much. I think he was having a secondhand embarrassment for me. Mad how 
car, 500 mils of liquid can go when you fire your hand at it. <laughs> it may not sound bad, but sometimes it comes into my head at night time and I can't sleep whenever it does. There is, <laughs> there is something about being clumsy, like clumsy moments. They're the worst. Worse. Like, there's such a small thing and usually nobody nobody's fault. But they happen and you can't fucking help but want to die inside. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's it's horrible. Or when you smash a glass in somebody's <gasps> house or you oh. know, something like that. It's just the clumsy. Spill a bit of dinner in someone's gaff. Oh, <gasps> No, it's not. It's not good. Yeah, especially like a, a glass of red wine on a grey couch or something. Like, it's just... Mm. I once fell asleep and, and I spilled a beer by an accident on my friend's couch. Like, this is years ago, like 10 years ago. And I remember he, like, woke me up and I was like, oh, I'm fine, everything's fine. He's like, you're not, you're just have to fall asleep. And there's beer all over the couch. I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> I remember my first time... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh no I remember my first time drinking right I don't know how fucking 17 year old 18 year old whatever age I was I think I was more so close to the legal age because I was just a goody two shoes but I downed six cans of boomers on my first of course you did drinking session for some fucking reason Anyway, uh, unsurprisingly got the spinnies that night, but I was staying in my friend's house and I sat up in the middle of the night and I got sick into my lap <laughs> in the bed. So you can imagine I'm after getting up the blank to do oh. of my legs. I'm after getting sick into the well of my legs onto the duvet, right? Fell back asleep, okay? Wake up the next morning, big smell of sick everywhere. My friend's like, oh, someone's after getting sick. <laughs> sick on the bed and I was like oh I wonder who that was <laughs> to this day I haven't admitted to it <laughs> I, oh no I wonder who that was <laughs> I tried to make her think it could have been her <laughs> oh, because I was that embarrassed but like it wasn't horror force rodeo so I was like you know trying to act like big, Billy Big Balls or whatever oh stop <laughs> very bad oh very bad very bad Jen oh um, this one is titled I think about this all the time so <laughs> okay you know the way families have their own sayings about things that you don't realise make sense to others or, or come across differently? Well, in our house, if something is left over, the phrase is, don't worry, it won't go to waste. It normally equates to, equates to, what's wrong with me? Equates to, I have claimed this food, to which we will proceed to laugh that the person wants the whole lot to themselves. Well, me and my boyfriend weren't long together. It was his mum's birthday. <laughs> I hadn't met his older brother before, but together the three of us made a spread as a surprise for when his mum got home. Simple things, spring rolls, crisps, etc. We're all sitting in the kitchen, him, himself, me, his parents and three older siblings. Finished off the food apart from a plate of eclairs left untouched. His older brother comments that the plate hasn't been touched by or touched, followed by no worries, won't go to waste, they'll be eaten. To which and I, I laugh and respond, ah, so more like you'll have them to yourself, haha. Oh God. Never 
never have I felt a more deafening silence, not having a clue what the sauce is. It's only later on when my boyfriend says his brother's really embarrassed about putting on weight as is. And I did need to comment on it by saying he'd eat all the food in front of everyone. Oh, fuck. I was gobsmacked. Never in my life have I slagged someone for their weight and never would it have occurred to me. But clearly this is why the whole family seems so stunned by my comment. Three years later, it still pops into my head at 3am and tortures me. Although I get on well with his family, I still cringe inside every time his brother visits knowing what he thought I was saying. He can pet your bollocks I avoided to family dinner at all costs. Oh, God. Ah. Yeah, that's not good. A few of those have happened to me over years where I've said something and it's not landed. I I think that's happened to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, but like there's no wor- there's no worse feeling is there. You're just I'm like, no, no, I didn't mean it that way. I'm getting the shivers. Yeah. Not good. Um, I am the worst for embarrassing myself, but let's divulge into just a few of my minor embarrassing stories. And my boyfriend's granddad, granddad's removal, walking across the front row, giving my condolences to the fam, shook his mother's hand, went to skip the woman I did not know, his aunt, who was sitting next to her to shake his sister's hand. The aunt put her hand up to shake my hand and we high-fived a big loud bang, high-five in front of the... Uh, Sorry, a big loud bang high five front row at the removal. The whole place broke down laughing. Still hear about it to this day. <laughs> that's fucking boss. That's not even. That's not even embarrassing. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so that's really cool. A second one for you, girls. My first spray tan. A young, innocent sixteen-year-old me getting naked for a very rugged Polish woman embarrassing enough as it was at 16 it didn't my hair tie fly off my head into the tanning machine oh god (laughs) naked with a paper tongue and an attempt to retrieve this hair tie at the very moment i'm on my knees with the naked ass in the air with the polish woman opens the door wax me with this uh wax me with said door and i'm knocked over onto my back leg spread into the air to make matters worse, because the door was open, my mother and sister, who were sitting in the hallway waiting to get their spray tans, also got a look at me in the entire scenario. Mortified, I was not was not even the worst. Never went back again. <laughs> There's just something so degrading about them paper thongs. <laughs> they are horrendous. Um, so she said, just uh, two of my stories for you. My private story is called Series of Unfortunate Events, and I think it perfectly describes me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, like, so it, it was obviously a fucking tiny room. So she's bent over to get the hair tie out of the machine and bang. Fucking Polish woman comes in and knocks her out. <laughs> <laughs> But like again, just back to the paper tongue. Like it doesn't cover. It doesn't cover one flap, let alone two and full vagina. I don't. I've always worn my own underwear and those things. I'd rather just like I'm one of those people. I'm like I'd rather not. Like I'm, like you've seen me now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're getting all of me here. You might as well get it. Get it all. Like, I'd rather just waste the knickers. To be honest, just wreck. Get them yeah. wrecked and. It's fine. Instead of yeah, true. those little yolks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So next story, from what I've heard in your podcast before, I feel this might be mild in comparison to some of the stories that you're going to get, but it happened a good five years ago and it haunts me to this day. So here we go. Begged my boss for half <laughs> for a half day at the day of our Christmas party. Already a couple of people off. So he said he was doing me a favor and he said he hoped it was for something important. I said that it was. I had booked in for a full set of hair extensions and obviously had to have them in for the Christmas party, but I didn't think he'd see that as important. So I left the details out. Half day sorted. Grant. Off I went. Fast forward six hours later, I arrived late and sober as a judge to the Christmas party after missing pre-drinks being at the hairdressers well worth it my hair was looking fab spot my boss and the team standing chatting so I head over to say hi my boss gives me a look as I walk towards them as if to be like uh you'd have all but 12 noon and now you've hair not too dissimilar to Shakira what's the story as I reach the group he reaches across to me picks up the end of one of my extensions and says half the day was important was it oh I misread the situation and although I did briefly think it's strange that he'd be leaning in to give me a kiss hello (sighs) (sighs) definitely not the kind of relationship we or many have with their boss I assume before I know it or think straight I've leaned in to give an Give him the most awkward little pouty weird kiss on the cheek in front of around 90 the whole department. (laughs) It was horrendous. It's like time stood still. He's standing there, my extension still in his hand and I'm still kissing his cheek. Uh, What made it worse was not one person in the moment referenced or made light of it. Safe to say I ditched the team for the night, found my other friends from work and got severely drunk. In fairness, it's probably not the worst. I work for a bank and we know from your episode on Christmas parties how the bankers do be behaving. Am I right, Jen? So safe to say I was <laughs> so safe to say I was old news the week after when the gossip started doing the rounds. But still, imagine facing him and coming out of a two day hangover the one day. After. Oh god. Oh god. I'm doing the Jennifer Kula, Janet. I just that's how I sympathize now. Fucking jeez. Oh. It's just Oh my god. That's listen, that's been listed time and time again as embarrassing moments, people leaning in at a misconceived kiss. My tummy is is so upset. I feel sick, yeah. I'm saying <laughs> I wanna die. Um, my embarrassing story needs a backstory, so here it goes. Before driving instructor when I was 17, it was very sexually inappropriate with me and any girls I know that got lessons with him. He would say that the girls in the uniforms and the skirts got a discount. He told me about his holidays in Thailand and what he got up to. He made me stop the car in an industrial estate so he could show me the pictures of the lady boys. 17-year-old innocent me would just do the awkward laugh and say nothing because I had two vouchers for driving lessons with him. Didn't tell my parents any of this because uh, I knew they would flip. Again, I was pure innocent, so I just thought this is how normal adults are. How I was, uh, how wrong was I? After three awful inappropriate lessons, I changed driving instructors and passed my test a year later. Two years later, I'm 19, a trainee hairdresser, having the chats with the other trainees and new receptionists while we're closing up the salon. So the conversation went on to driving tests and who our instructors were. The new receptionist asked me who I was, uh, who I had as a driving instructor. And when I said the pervert instructor's name, she was like, what did I think of him? Well, I went into detail, graphic detail about the things he said to me and the stories of uh, other friends had. 
about how he texts me randomly at the weekend saying, enjoy your night, you should wear a short skirt, etc. Mm. Uh, I, w- I would never text back and the thoughts of it now still makes me skin crawl. Anyway, I was spilling all the tea and when I stopped, the new receptionist said, that's my husband. Now, never in my life have I wanted the ground to swallow me whole. I still get crazy feelings thinking about it. I don't know uh, what has happened with this and what has happened with this instructor since, but I know that he's no longer a driving instructor. Thank God. I mean, you could never have seen that coming, though, could you? Never, and like probably did her a favor. Oh my God, that's just mental, isn't it? But, like, you couldn't have seen that coming. Because, you know, the way you'd be like, oh, who'd you get your driving license with? Oh, I got it with Mick or I got it with Tony or, you know what I mean? Mm. You couldn't. Oh, God bless her. That would repeat on me now. That would repeat something horrific on me. Yeah. It's, like, it's embarrassing for both of them, though, and it's his fault. Yeah. Do you know? Also very true. Also very true. Also very true, Jen. Yeah. Team up. Fucking kill him. (laughs) Serious. It's not cringe. You were just telling the truth. Um, Mox night out. Got so drunk I fell down the stairs at the first place. I have zero recollection of it except for the full body of bruises next morning. Apparently it was just lying at the bottom (laughs) full of a full on massive staircase like. Ended up going somewhere else. Got sick of the taxi. Had to be collected and paid the taxi man 300 quid for the clean up. I'll never live it down. It gets brought up by my mum and dad all of the time. I'm wiser now. Ah, yeah. It's the drunk ones that they stay with you, don't they? They do, they do. Um, when I was in second year walking into school, somebody stood on the back of my shoe and it came off. I tripped up and people oh. started falling over me. I... Got up, but I had to wait till the crowd passed to get my shoe back. <laughs> it, was, it was like being Mufasa in a stampede. <laughs> oh my God. I fucking love our listeners. Uh, another one that's still haunting. My ex was having breathing problems in work, which was next door to the hospital, so they sent him over. One of his colleagues offered to walk over with him, just in case. When they got there, he tried to give her a fiver as a thank you. I know it's just a gesture, but it still makes me cringe so bad. <laughs> <laughs> a fiver for walking him to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's still... <laughs> oh, it's still of the pilot. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, it's the mission of the pile up for me in the shoe. Just having to stand there in your own mortification. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, you know, like a cartoon, like a fucking tenter pile up. <laughs> the clown car. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. 
Um, okay. Currently five months pregnant and I have a four-year-old who has been playing up at bedtime massively this past few months. I'm knackered. She found a vibrating light-up device in my drawer the other night and I'm ashamed to say she's enjoyed using it as a torch, vibrating it over her face and ears. And I have to say, I've now offered it to her the past couple of nights and basically said, knock yourself out. <laughs> It's been settling her and it's clean. So it's a win-win. <laughs> I just need to check that it doesn't go into her wee little bag to her granny's house during the day. Yeah, that's important. Just just a nighttime, right? You do. It's just nighttime with this one. <laughs> this toy is a nighttime toy. <laughs> You'd fucking do anything to shut them up, wouldn't you? Honestly, I haven't related to anything so much. Like, if, if Bobby found solace in a rampant rabbit, he'd get it. You know? <laughs> cool. Couldn't yeah. give a fuck. It's clean. It's fine. <laughs> oh, amazing. Hey, girls. Love the podcast. 100% most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me was when I was out on a placement in school. I teach home economics. Literally, the very first day I walk in, made an extra effort to look that bit uh, older and intimidating because at this stage, lads in sixth year with a full-on beard scared the shit out of me. Well, that's understandable. Uh, I had a reasonably busy day, but it went good and it was, I was happy. Fast forward to that evening when I was back at my parents' home. And my mom pointed out that there was something on the back of my trousers. I put my hand down oh. to feel loose threads and uh, bright pink. Oh, and my bright pink knickers. Not any regular knickers, the granny knickers that you wear in your period because they were just next level comfort. Uh, I had I had a rip on my arse of my trousers and that was about five inches. I don't know when it happened. Went into school the next day, absolutely mortified. My brother's girlfriend was in sixth year in that school and the time so I, at the time so I found out from her that the next day to ask if she had heard and she was shocked to hear that the new teacher who flashed the first years was me. Oh, so she was the talk of the school. Wow. Couldn't believe no one told me or that I didn't feel the breeze blowing at my arse cheeks. <laughs> Every day I go into school since and that day uh, I check all the seams in my trousers at least 10 times a day. I am uh, scared. Oh God! Oh, not great. So she was the talk of the the students. Bless her. See, that's what I mean. You don't forget, Jen. I don't know what you're at being like. Oh, you forget. You don't. <laughs> you don't forget that moments. You just don't. Oh, we'll do one more. Um, do one more. Yeah, do one more. Oh, um, okay. Here's my embarrassing moment. So I went to my boyfriend's auntie's for a barbecue one summer with all his family. We had a few drinks and we were having a great time. My boyfriend decides to go to the toilet and then his auntie was like, let's hide on him. Of course, drunk me was like, yeah, let's do that. We were drinking in the back garden and it was dark. So the auntie went to hide around the side entrance of the house and I ran over too. But of course, me being clumsy, I tripped over the little path and I couldn't stop myself. It felt like I was gliding in the air. I went straight into his auntie, knocking her over, and she went straight into the flower box. <laughs> she broke my fall, but she smashed into them. I felt so embarrassed, but I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, that's my kind of bitch. Oh, imagine she broke my fall. <laughs> Thank you, boyfriend's auntie. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, I've thoroughly oh. enjoyed reading these stories. 
These are so much fun. They it's were. exactly what I needed. Yeah, I know. Same. I know that feeling. Um, I think I'll uh, continue them on the Instagram, Jen. I think you shall. So follow us on uh, The Unpopular Opinion 2020. We're not changing the username because it's too much hassle. And our, <laughs> our descriptions have 2020 in them. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Tune into the Instagram during the week where Carla will carry on with the DMs. And yeah, thanks a million. We will, we're going to go off and record our Patreon. We have our guest episode as well coming up tomorrow. So sign up at the start yeah. of the month. Yeah, best time to sign up. So this is going to be going out the 31st. So if you're not listening on the 31st, listen on the 1st and sign up for our Patreon. Start of the month is the best time to sign up because you get billed immediately, meaning that you don't get billed for a full month afterwards. Um, Five extra episodes per month. I was about to say per week, lol, per month. Um, That is four mini-sodes that me and Jen just kind of do on whatever wild topic is crossing our minds and uh, one guest episode where we have a cool and funky guest for you guys so be sure to catch us over there lots more content lots more crack yeah and thank you so much we'll talk to you next week bye Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.